This is the Warrior Mind Podcast, and I'm your host, Greg Swanson, podcasting from gorgeous Mile High Colorado Springs. The Warrior Mind Podcast is a personal empowerment series that provides you the information required to develop a mindset of a warrior, maximize your human potential, and achieve peak performance. The Warrior Mind Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes and links can be found at warriormindcoach.com. Use the pull-down menu and look for the blog. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your RSS feed or iTunes, and please share this with your friends, neighbors, and relatives. If this is your first time listening, thank you for coming. If you're returning, thank you for your continued support in which we utilize all the best parts of ourself. All great performers rely on positive rituals to maintain their energy and regulate their behaviors. You look at some of the great athletes, some of the great business people, um, anybody who has achieved a really significant level of, quote, greatness in their desired field, they have rituals. They do positive rituals. Um, Mark Zuckerberger has the same outfit he wears. Uh, Bill Gates, very similar. Uh, Michael Jordan has his free throw or had his free throw routine. We all have, they all have routines and it's not superstitious. It puts them back into a, a state of, of uh, high performance and peak performance. You know, the limits, the limitations of consciousness and will and discipline are rooted or based in the fact that every demand on our self control draws on the same limited resource. That is, if we we have one pool of of will and discipline, and in there, it's like a big lake, and out of there, different rivers can come, and it depletes the whole thing. So one river could be your nutrition, one river could be your um, exercise, one river could be your uh, emotional self-control. So the more of those that you have, it depletes from the same resource. This is why rituals are kind of like mm, dams, if you will, that hold back this limited part of our will and discipline. You know, we can we can offset this, right? So if we think of it as a pool of re- resources and it's draining every time we exercise one part of that, we can we can uh, offset the limited will and discipline by building rituals that become automatic as quickly as possible and and these 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 rituals need to be fueled by our deepest values and again if we use the example of a lake with streams coming out of it maybe we don't build a dam to completely back it but we we make that river smaller so that the energy doesn't come out as quickly as it used to and that's what rituals help us it makes this 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 river coming from this lake smaller so the water stays in that lake and that water is our will and discipline you know the most important role of ri- rituals is to ensure effective harmony you know balance between energy expenditure and energy renewal you know this the formula for growth aka peak performance is stress plus rest equals growth and so the stress is the energy expenditure the rest is the energy renewal and that will lead to growth which leads to peak 
performance. But if we don't know, if we're just doing stress plus stress plus stress without the rest, then that will not create peak performance and it will not create growth. So we want to make sure that our rituals have effective means in maintaining that energy expenditure and energy renewal. Uh, the more exacting, the more challenging the event, the greater the pressure, the more rig rigorous our rituals need to be. That is, if you're going to be going for a gold medal, you really need to be solid. If it's just going for a pickup game in basketball, maybe not so much. So depending on if you're going to give a sales presentation to your clients at the sea level, you may want to be able to dial that in as opposed to giving a sales presentation to your peers. So depending on the challenge, the, the rituals need to be um, in alignment with according to that challenge. You know, precision and specificity are essential and critical dimensions of building Rituals during, you know, the first 30, 60 or so days, you know, when we start to build a habit, we could call, call this a habit in air quotes, the ritual needs to be very specific as to what we're going to do. When this, then this. If this, then that. And so it's a series of dominoes, right? When the first domino falls in our ritual, we know the second one will fall, the, the third, the fourth, and the fifth. However, those first few weeks and months, we need to be essentially mindful of, okay, when I wake up in the morning and I put my shoes on, it means I'm going to the gym. When I go to the gym, it means I'm going to do strength training for 45 minutes, and then it means I'm going to stretch. So each event leads to another event, and that's basically a ritual if we are mindful of it and prepare it ahead of time. Um, here, here's the thing, though, but trying not to do something rapidly, rapidly depletes our limited stores of will and discipline. For instance, if you're trying not to eat Oreo cookies and you have them in the pantry and you have them on the kitchen counter, in the beginning of the day, you may go, great, I don't want them, I'm going to hold off. But you see them more and more and more and you are resisting. So you're actually using energy to resist eating the Oreos. And by the end of the day, you know what? The Oreos are gone. So when we develop a ritual, it's we don't want to develop a ritual around what we don't want to do. We want to develop rituals around what we do want to do and then create the environment to support it, such as if we wanted to eat healthy, we would not bring Oreos into the house. So we, what we want is to eat healthy and we create the environment by removing all of the temptations. To make lasting change, though, we build a build serial results, not serial like in Captain Crunch, but serial one after the other after the other, like dominoes. And we're focusing on one significant change at a time. So the first domino may be creating the environment. The second is what you're eating. The third domino, as it gets bigger, is working out. The fourth dom domino increases. So we want to have this lasting change of just not one ritual, right? A single event is not necessarily a ritual. It should lead to other positive events that support the one before it. 
you know, here's some practices that you can consider. Think about the activities in your life that are most important to you, whether it's sales, relationship, uh, nutrition, exercise. Determine what state of mind and or body they demand. Are they really taxing or are they just mediocre? You know, prime yourself for performance by readying your mind and body prior to the key activities, such as if you're going to the gym and you don't know what you're going to do, write down what you're going to do. That would be the ritual. When I write down what I'm going to do, I know what I'm, what I'm going to do at the gym as opposed to going there without a plan. And this will help get your mind focused on what you're supposed to be doing. Test and refine the various priming techniques. You know, sooner or later, you're going to develop it if you stay with it. And it only takes 30. I mean, if you're looking at the rest of your life, it's only going to take 30 to 60 days to really get a solid, solid, solid ritual for whatever uh, focus area is in your life. And the good thing is once you know how to develop in one area, you can then blueprint it in the other areas, such as financial exercise and or health and fitness, relationships, career. When you get these rituals down, you know, here's my first domino, here's my second, third, fourth, fifth, and you'll be able to take that and apply it to all areas of your life. The key though is be consistent. You have to use the same rituals each and every time you engage in that activity. Um, otherwise, it's not going to be effective. It's not going to stick. So this is why we want to try, you know, the first domino first. Okay, when I wake up and I put my shoes on, that means I'm going to the gym. Does that work? Can I wake up and put my shoes on, sneakers on, whatever you want to call it, um, every day? Yes. Okay. So that's a good one. And then you keep adding to it. When I put the keys in my hand, I know I'm going to the car. So you develop these connecting, these series of events that when you put them together is a ritual to go to the gym. Then when you're at the gym, you may have another ritual of warming up, rolling, lifting, stretching. But those are things that when you when one thing happens, you know the next one is going to happen. You know, remember the impact of mood on performance. You know, positivity goes a long way. If you're awake, if you want to change your nutrition and you're like, man, I just hate to cook. I'm not going to do this. It's going to be tough. It's going to be really, really tough. And maybe you need to find a meal prep place that'll do it for you if you want to change your nutrition. Because if you have, if you're not positive, if you're not engaged in cooking and all the other parts of it, it probably won't fail. I mean, it probably will fail. So you need to have a positive attitude and attachment to that ritual that you're creating. You know, just keep in mind, you know, it's up to you to determine the ideal state of, of your body and mind for the demands of of your event or goal or objective and to figure out the best way to put yourself in or very close to that state from beginning. So this is what we want to do. Here's my goals. Here's the state of mind I need physically and mentally. Here's the things that I'm going to do to prepare myself to get into that. And um, you know, a great coach can help you with that. I can help you with, with that. But if you think about the events being a series of dominoes, what's the smallest thing you can do first that'll lead to the next, to the next, to the next? And this is ways of creating rituals to achieve your peak performance. If you'd like to see the show notes on this podcast, you can go over to warriormindcoach.com. You can see, listen to other podcasts, read some blogs, um, ask for an introductory consultation. And while you're on the internet, please follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, 
under Warrior Mind Coach creating. You know, just keep in mind, you know, it's up to you to determine the ideal state of, of your body and mind for the demands of, of your event or goal or objective and to figure out the best way to put yourself in or very close to that state from beginning. So this is what we want to do. Here's my goals. Here's the state of mind I need physically and mentally. Here's the things that I'm going to do to prepare myself to get into that. And, um, you know, a great coach can help you with that. I can help you with, with that. But if you think about the events being a series of dominoes, what's the smallest thing you can do first that'll lead to the next, to the next, to the next? And this is ways of creating rituals to achieve your peak performance. If you'd like to see the show notes on this podcast, you can go over to warriormindcoach.com. You can see, listen to other podcasts, read some blogs, um, ask for an introductory consultation. And while you're on the internet, please follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest under Warrior Mind Coach. Thanks for listening to the Warrior Mind Podcast. If you like what you've heard, please tell your friends and subscribe by your favorite RSS or podcast feed. And remember, Every facet, every compartment of your mind is to be programmed by you. And unless you take your rightful responsibility to program your own mind, the world will program it for you.